Hey everybody, I have a couple questions for you. What were you doing in your mid-twenties? What was it like for you? <laughs> for me, y'all, oh my gosh, I was struggling and I think this was the first time that I really had to figure out who I was. Um, I had to figure out that you cannot like yourself. And you can be confused about your identity. You can feel like you know that you have a purpose. Maybe you are fulfilling your purpose, but you, you're just not confident yet. You know, that's where I was. And my beautiful guest today, she lost her job. She was in her career and she was like, if a degree does not secure me, then what does? And that made her question who was she and what was her purpose at that moment? So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let's go ahead and get started. Hey everyone, thank you for coming back to another episode. I'm so excited. I am your lovely host, Sharice Antoinette, and this is my Beautiful Book Boss, the podcast. Now I am a biblical identity coach. That's right. And I just love to help other women. First and foremost, I love to build up your femininity. And yes, I love to talk about the word of God because true identity comes from the word of God. Your truth comes from him. So let's go ahead. Let's tear down those lies and let's replace them with the truth. If you guys are new, hey girl, hey, I'm so excited that you are here. I cannot wait to talk to you. If you are returning, hey girl, hey, I'm so excited you came back. Yes, let's continue to share this podcast. I do want to continue to grow and I'm ready. I'm ready, y'all. I'm ready to go ahead and jump into this episode. It was so good. So I hope you guys enjoy oh my gosh i have another beautiful lady on the other end of this conversation like she is amazing and i know you guys are gonna love her we actually met because we are in the same program whoop, whoop. and let me tell you every time she opens up her mouth like all eyes are literally on her like she just has such a grace and a beautiful voice so ashley can you come on in and introduce yourself Sharice, thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. Those words mean a lot to me. So as she said, we're in the same program and I was actually surprised when you reached out to me because I'm like, oh my goodness, like she actually sees my work. She likes it. Like this is kind of a big deal for me. My name is Ashley James. I am the owner, the author of the Own Your Authenticity blog. I also do YouTube videos on Own Your Authenticity. And by professional background, I'm a registered nurse, I'm a blogger, and soon to be coach slash author. So that's a little bit about me. That is beautiful. And yes, I see you. <laughs> Your work is amazing, right? Oh but let's just talk about that a little bit. Because for some reason, as women, we feel like shy and we question are we like do they really like us yep all, <laughs> all the time and so i shared in my youtube videos um just about how like i got on my purpose journey so 
you know, I mean, if they listen to your podcast, they should know you're all about purpose. And when I dove into purpose, I got to a point where I was like, okay, like I'm ready. Let's go. Like, this is amazing. And the minute I was supposed to step out and let it be known to the world about what I was doing, I, it was like a a brick wall went up and I was like, "Mm -mm. (laughs) no, 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 no. (laughs) Like y'all got me twisted. I'm not doing this. And so before we got into the coaching program that we're in now, I did a branding program to like get my website looking the way I wanted it to, you know, just so I could feel confident about it. And she had said to me, she was like, okay, you guys are coming to the end of the program. I want you to do an Instagram live. And I shut off. I was like, no, (laughs) absolutely not. You will not have me out here embarrassing myself on Instagram. And so, as you said, that shyness, that introvertedness, that introversion, whatever you want to call it, like it was on full display. And I just, I shut off and I was like, I can't do this. And so I had to push myself out of my comfort zone to get to the point where I was like, you know what, Ash, like if your hand is on this, one, God bless me with this vision. Two, my hand is on this. Why can't I own it? You know what I mean? Like I can go out and work for somebody else for how much ever hours per week. But the one thing that I'm doing for myself, I feel ashamed and afraid of it. So I was like, no, absolutely not. We're going to do that live and we're going to get it popping because the world <laughs> know what you're doing. Yes. Like you touched on so much just now, but the last thing really got me. If you can put value into others, and companies why can't you do that for yourself that right there oh my gosh being a christian having a christian background sometimes we know it all okay i'm stepping on some toes already but for real i cannot help you because you don't need help yeah and we need the biggest help because a lot of these things are lies that's what they are they are lies you don't see value in yourself so you don't open up a business amen And it's so funny that you touched on like the Christianity piece, because last night I had shared something in our Facebook group, um, an interview that T.D. Jakes did with Stephen Furtick. Girl, when I say I was blessed, I was blown away. Like he touched on so many things and he said it. He was like, the people in church are so in church that they're afraid to step out and acknowledge that they have these gifts and these talents that they need to use to you know extend themselves and I was like oh my god like this is (laughs) just said that and you know TD is big TD is Mm -hmm. known for preach he's known for doing so many things and one thing that he said he was like you know like I just wanted to touch some lives I didn't want to be famous wow right and so I think so many of us especially in Christianity and we go into church and we have this notion that oh you know like we're just supposed to be boxed into this belief and not expand and not reach out to others and not work with others. And I was just, when he said those things, I was like, all right, say less, sir. Like, I, I am <laughs> clear, like, you know, so it's, it's true. We box ourselves in. But when we have these open conversations, we can really look at it for what it is because it's a contradiction. Like, aren't we supposed to go out into the world and preach the gospel? What We can't because we're too broke. Like, when you really go there, you're like, man, somewhere I messed up. And guys, I can tell you for myself, 
I struggled because Ashley mentioned when it came time to put yourself out there, the, the wall came up. Yesterday, I decided just randomly to just say, I'm a consultant. I'm going to take some consultations and here's my price because I struggled so bad, like really owning it. (laughs) But it's lies. Once you know it's a lie, I'm going to need you to come out of it. Like, because there's nothing wrong with it. God didn't tell you don't do it. He's not telling you that. (laughs) He needs you to do it because we need to give. Yeah. Can you tell me about that? You know, like I was reviewing the questions that you had sent over and everything. And when I really sat down and thought about it, and then I listened to the sermon last night, T.D. had said a lot of the things that he ended up doing. So like writing books, you know, like producing movies, things like that nature. He said, I never wanted to do those things. I had an idea. I wrote it on a notepad and I was writing the book on a note, like literally on a notepad. Not, he said, I didn't even know what a word processor was. But he said, I stumbled upon those things. And it had me thinking that last year, 2019, when I had the inkling, I had the nudge, I had the tugging on my heart is what I usually call it, to do something. And I had the idea and I told my best friend and she said, okay, just do it. And I was like, "Mm, no, I I don't think I can. And I stumbled upon, quote unquote, network marketing because I went looking for something. I went looking for the next best thing, for something that would fulfill me. And when I found that, and it was different from everything that I had learned, everything that I went to school for, I was like, oh, this is it. (laughs) And I grasped onto it. And I was like, I've never heard of, you know, we know about network marketing companies, but I never really understood the business model. And so I was excited because it was something out of my norm. And then I thought about it last night and I was like, I always say this, like, I felt like that wasn't my thing. But when I found purpose, you know, like, that's where I was like, this is home for me. So I stumbled upon network marketing, but it allowed me to pivot into my purpose. And I will own that 100%. I don't feel like I was supposed to sell things. I don't feel, you know, but when I look back on it, I'm like, but network marketing taught me so much and allowed me to grow my mindset in ways that I would not have been able to do on my own. And so when I found Patrice Washington, that's when it was like, oh, wow, like this is what I was really looking for when I stumbled into network marketing. And this is absolutely amazing. And this is really where home is for me. You know, so I feel like a lot of times we, as I said, box ourselves into this one belief and we don't take the step to find out, okay, like what is it really that I'm supposed to be doing here? You know, so for me, my purpose journey, so far, so good. It's been amazing. And I'm just ready to open up more. Yeah, it's incredible because like you said, the boxing things in, I honestly don't know where that's coming from. I'm not sure because I feel like just in my own personal life, when the Lord was dealing with me, he really had to take some things away first. So I can see the boxing in, you know what I mean, to a certain extent, because he had to remove the bad stuff before he could pour in, (laughs) you know, the news. I didn't know how much clutter I had. Those preconceived fake doctrines, false beliefs, y'all, they are hurting us. I didn't know how bad I was until the program, because you said you didn't realize the purpose piece was missing. I 
did not know I wasn't doing what I was called to do. Like, it's true. But I just want to let y'all know, if if you don't know if you found it or not, if you cannot answer who you are, Mm-hmm. and what you're called to do then you haven't you haven't found your purpose if it don't come out you haven't found it yet right. because I could not answer that literally a few weeks ago right same 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 and I feel like once I was able to grasp the notion of I'm speaking to the younger version of myself it clicked. Ooh, that right there <laughs> <laughs> it clicked for me and even now like Things happen and I look at others and I see them and I see an older version of myself. And I'm like, wow, like the shifts are so amazing because you allow yourself to grow. Purpose evolves, you know, like you change. The the only constant thing in life is change. And if you're not changing, I mean, honey, you're pretty stagnant. Something's wrong. And so I had to grasp the mindset that it's okay to grow. It's okay to not want to do the normal things and what everybody else is doing in the traditional route. Like I I just got comfortable. I'm only 28. I just got comfortable in saying, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, you know, and it comes with the boxing in, as you said, like we believe these things and we have these doctrines. And when it comes on to being traditional and taking the academic route, which nothing's wrong with schooling, don't get me wrong, but it's to the point where I've seen so many people get all these degrees and don't use them and they're still unfulfilled. And they yep. still they still can't answer the question of who are you and what are you meant to do in this life? Yep. And once I got that piece, I was like, okay, I'm, you're not going to find me getting another degree unless it's going to work for my greater good at this point. No. I'm so glad you did that <laughs> because on the opposite, I'm going to help y'all out. The ones who ain't got no degrees. I don't have a degree, y'all. Yeah. I was unable to finish college because I had my daughter at 19. Mm-hmm. But when you're at home and you feel like you can't be used, mm-hmm. the only person who validates you, if with a degree and without, is God. Yeah. I don't care. Like Ashley just said, you can have all these degrees and still not be in your purpose and not be in your alignment. And you still may not be as knowledgeable as you think you are because the one who is submissive to God and the Holy Spirit they are the ones that are seeking the truth they are the ones that are seeking the wisdom and that is the beginning to opening your minds and oh my gosh if God is your teacher you know what you can do yes because you also said the younger version you can go outside and look at somebody and tell where they are in life yep it's just so clear, right? And you know exactly what to do, what to say. <laughs> yep. And it's funny because people look at me now as, you know, while we're going through the program, um, this was a couple of weeks ago. I had asked one of the nurses that I had precepted for, I, I love her to death. Oh my God. And I said to her, just, you know, just talking casually. And I said, when you think of me, like what words come to mind? And the first thing she said was, you know, like, I think you're a coach. I feel like not really a coach, but like, you're like a therapist. Like, it's easy to talk to you, but I can always get the answers and you always make me feel comfortable. And sometimes like we're texting back and forth and she'll say to me, it's not that I don't want to hear what you have to say. It's that I know that you're right. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> like it take it took me aback. But then I'm like, if people see me as this person, not to say that they're going to validate me, but it must mean that I'm really out here 
doing this thing or I'm supposed to be doing this thing. And so we can run from the gifts and the talents we have, but we will never be fulfilled if we keep doing that. Right? Like it's, it's to me now, I've become so much clearer. As you said, like I can look at somebody and tell where they are in their journey because I've been there. Yeah. And so that piece alone, I'm just like, you know what? Like this, this is where I'm supposed to be. I like it here. <laughs> I know, right? Because freedom feels so good. I have been lost so much. And my friend, I'm glad you mentioned that story because the reason why I just went out on a limb yesterday, because I've been questioning God. What mm -hmm. business can I do? You know, knowing my whole story, Lord, who's going to listen to me, right? Who you think you are? All of those thoughts. Right, guys? Um, I was talking about my resume because I have to be honest with you. Um, if I had a resume, this is what it would look like. I'm a homeschool mom and a housewife. And even though some of you guys desire that, it's not a bad thing. But in the corporate world, it's not really desirable. Um, <laughs> I don't think nobody would pick me to do a job. And so I would often feel very ashamed or like, where's my purpose? What is my purpose? You know, you can question and feel like, why is God doing this to me? If you need money now and, and you can't find it. So the whole thing is, <sighs> once you... Once you align yourself with him, then he can begin to give you those ideas. Because let me tell you something, being at home, you have time to learn yourself, mm -hmm. you have time to learn your family, and you have time to actually develop what you want to do. Is someone cooking, you know, um, administrative work? Because right. think about the corporate, you're nine to five, it takes up a lot of time, you have to come home, you still got to clean up, get the kids ready, you know, spend time with your husband. Or if you're single, I, you still got to clean up. You still got to take the dog out. Like <laughs> it doesn't stop. And we're, we're busy. We're just busy, busy, but are we being productive? And I like that you said, I have time to work on myself and get to know myself mm -hmm. because that was the biggest piece for me last year. That was the biggest piece for me when everything happened with the pandemic and as I said, I'm a nurse, so I was in it, like, in it deep. In it. I came home from work, and the last thing I wanted to do was talk to anybody. I wanted to come home, go to sleep, like, leave me alone, because, you know, it was just a lot to process, and on my days off, I find myself reading books. I find myself not even so much watching TV, because the news was just filled with everything that just had my mind in clutter, and I found myself reading books, taking the time to really get to know what it was that I wanted to do in life. And so when Patrice had done the first Creative for Purpose Challenge, I jumped right in. That for me was, as I said, it was home. It was where I needed to be because I had learned what made me tick. These were the things that when I really sat down and prioritized my life and look at the things that I wanted to become and the things that I wanted to do, I was able to say, wait a minute, like I've been doing this all wrong then, like something's not right. I'm giving more time and energy into my job than I am taking care of myself and really thinking about what I want to do with my life. So I love that you said that. It's, it's so important to, especially in this day and age, get to know yourself at your core. Um, one more thing TD said last night, he said, I've dated myself. I know who I am inside and out. 
And a lot of people, he said, a lot of people spend more time dating other people than they spend dating themselves. And when he said that, it was like, mic drop. I almost ran out the room. I, threw everything. I was like, bro, what is happening? Yes. That's <laughs> true because we don't take the time to get to know ourselves. And he said, a lot of times we invest in the visions that other people put on us and not in the visions that we have for ourselves. Wow. <laughs> Mind blown because it's so true. It is so true. That oh my gosh. See, I knew we was we was hitting on something because <laughs> ladies, if you feel like guilty or selfish, I was there. Like my hand is up. Y'all cannot see my hand. It is up. I'll be the first one. But the, the truth is, if you don't know who you are, and I heard it before. How can you help somebody else? Exactly. You, exactly. I'm telling you, you can't because I'm literally trying to figure it out. And that's where my frustration came the whole time. I could not pour into my kids and my family the way I wanted to because I had so much doubt. I had so much confusion. Right. And it. I wish somebody was beside me to say, you're doing it right. Um this is exactly where you're supposed to be in life you know okay now take a little bit of time to yourself what do you like to do oh natural hair do you know you can make a business out of that like don't feel ashamed because you don't think it's gonna work if it's a gift it's gonna work right <laughs> he i i'm so glad we're talking about this <laughs> he said last night he said a lot of times we right? We grow up as little kids, we have seeds. And he said, a lot of times people want to see the fruit. They look at the fruit on the tree and they want to get to the fruit, but they don't acknowledge the fact that there are seeds that are planted and that those seeds are what bloom, right? And when he, when he started talking, you know, like he shared his examples and stuff. And I thought of my little sister, she has seeds, she's only eight years old. She has seeds planted in her that I'm look. even last night I looked at her and I'm just like, I like you. <laughs> she always looks at me funny when I say it. And I'm like, no, I really do like you. Because at eight years old, she can articulate and say, I like creating things. I like art. I like doing this. And so for me, I'm looking at her like, I don't want to kill that dream inside of her. Right? Because so often we as grownups don't acknowledge and don't realize that we had dreams that were killed, that were murdered. And we were taught like, oh, no, like you have to be realistic. Mm, and now mm. in our program, we're taught that, no, you got to dream and you got to aim higher than you can ever aim before, because that's the only way you're going to step out of that comfort zone and step out of stop doubting yourself. And I've doubted myself for years. And I love the fact that you say, you know, like your resume looks like X, Y, and Z. Girl, listen, in 2015, I was fired from a job with a whole college degree. Mm. And when I say it was like gut punch, it was a slap in the face. It was so many things. And I had to work through that season of figuring out like, who really am I? Because if a college degree don't guarantee me a job or a college degree don't guarantee me X, Y, and Z, what is? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was lost and I was confused. And then now on my purpose journey, I'm like, but wait, but a college degree don't mean nothing because I have seeds mm. and I have these gifts and these talents that are planted in me for a reason. Wow. and I would say you said be realistic let me just put real life situations into perspective here 
how many people go through life and for me success is not money I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell y'all that right now because you can be a millionaire and be broke <laughs> how many in debt you can be so empty thank you for saying that you I'm gonna say it again because you <laughs> liked it somebody else need to hear it one more time <laughs> you can be a millionaire and be broke mm-hmm. tomorrow that paycheck that you getting from somebody else if it stops what's gonna happen to your house what's gonna happen to your family huh and a lot of people don't survive stuff like that because it's so it's so devastating they don't know what to do without the money right well my story I knew oh I had to figure out what to do without money first so now that it's coming I know exactly what to do with it right and and that's being realistic you can if you got to get a job that's fine get a job but don't let that job turn you into something else because i've all i've also seen that you got to dim down your light because mm. the environment of the company mm. or you got to you know like how many women is walking around bitter angry mad just as these positions y'all somebody gonna get mad at me nurses teachers you're overworked you're under yes (laughs) this is real realistic be realistic look what's going on and they are mistreating you but yet we still want to go out there and do it my hand is up y'all I wanted to be a teacher because I got the gift I wanted but look what it was gonna do to my family I'm going to be stressed out coming home. I can't take care of my girl. That's, it's not worth it, you know, but since we're on along these lines, if you guys are thinking about changing careers, what do you do? Because you still need that paycheck. So I encourage you to get a coach, number one, because you are only as good as your coach. Like, I didn't know I needed a coach. I didn't know I was in such a bad place like sometimes we don't know how how poor we are how broke we are how busted disgusted messed up Mm -hmm. we don't realize that because this is what we're taught being real nursing is a um like it's a dignifying job you Mm -hmm. know and is to be praised but all of this stuff that's going on inside of our homes we got to be honest i am about helping you get free because I know so many people who pour in to other families and their their families are broken. And that's what I'm sick of. I, I'm not playing. Yes. Your baby needs you first before that daycare center needs you. I know, I'm going to be quiet. Go ahead, Ashley. <laughs> so true. And I'm glad you hit on these clients because as I said, I'm, you know, I'm a nurse. I'm out there. And as I said, when I went looking for that something else, when I ventured into network marketing, it wasn't because I was just, oh, happy-go-lucky, like my day's off, I need to do something else. Initially, it started out that way. And then, the you know, the more I got into it, I was like, honestly, what am I really trying to do? And then I thought it was about paying off my student loans. And I'm like, mm, no, honestly, that's not it. Because now I feel like what I'm doing on the side is burning me out just as much as my regular job. And I didn't like that. And I'm glad that you said it starts, you know, from the home, 
you go out and you feed everybody else and you sew into everybody else's families and you do all these things for everybody else. And then you come home and you're on the floor and you're tired and you're stressed and you're broken and you're, you know, crying and all these, and nobody sees that. Nobody sees that version. Right. And so I, I it's girl, listen, the dignifying job. I, I appreciate my career for what it has taught me. Right. But when I really sit down and I think about it, I'm just like, honestly, like y'all don't pay me enough. There is no yeah. one that you can pay me to really give me my worth in this job because it's so much more than that. And I have people saying like, oh my God, but you're a nurse and you're making so much money and you're this and you're that. And I'm like, girl, what? If you only knew, mm-hmm. you know, like the blood, sweat and tears that goes into the ins and outs. You know how many nurses like are at their wits end because they're just like, I can't do this and it like, this is too much. I never signed up for this. It's a lot. It's a lot of work and it takes a lot out of you. And if you're not grounded in knowing who you are and what you're doing in this life, it will break you. Right. You said it like broken families. A lot of times like we go out there and we do so much for everybody else and we don't do enough for our families and ourselves. And our families are like, well, we don't even know who you are at this point. Yep. Right. And so I'm at the point where I'm highly single. I say it all the time. I'm single as a Pringle. And I am at the point where I'm like, no, I don't want to get to the point where I get into a relationship and it suffers because I am so caught up in, you know, my career is so caught up in being busy and not productive. My purpose should allow me to be productive and not on this hustle grind out. Oh, I got to get the money. I got to secure the bag. Yeah, I want to secure the bag, but I shouldn't die doing it. I don't believe in that. I never believe in that. And you can call me lazy. I have friends who are like, oh, Ash, but you're not even, you don't even have a second job. Like, how are you complaining about the money? And I'm looking at them like, yeah, I don't have a second job, but I'm okay with that because I can rest tonight. You're burned out and you got bags. You got all these other things going on. And I'm looking at you like, oh, no, sis, you're not about to kill me with a second job. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> because I think it's a better way. Yeah. And and we're programmed, as you said before, to think this way. It's that traditional route. We grew up and we saw mom and we saw dad, you know, getting two and three jobs to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, that was that was just the wave. And that was the way of the world at the time. But things are changing. I'm not going to get two and three jobs because I don't one and not to make it, you know, not to be that person, but one, because I don't need to. And two, because I'm not going to hustle and grind until I run myself into the ground. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm so glad you said that because here's reality. I think that's what I'm a title this. Let's be realistic. Those Mm -hmm. two and three jobs. What can they pass down to you now? Right. Where's the wealth? Right. Do you have a house in your family? Do you got property? If you do, is that enough? Even that one house, is it what is the value from it? Right. And so we go ahead, Ashley. Last year, as I said, last year was like my really the time that I spent getting to know myself, getting to understand my mindset, getting to shift my mindset. And at one point I have found a um a financial advisor on Instagram. He reached out to me. We had a couple conversations. We had a um like a consultation call. And he was just spitting facts. And he was like, listen, we are so conditioned to do things one, two, three, you know, like, and that's what our parents did. And they teach that to us because that's what they know. They don't know any better. They don't know any different. 
And he said, we all come out broke and we're 65 and retired and we have nothing to show for it. We have nothing to show for ourselves. And what are we passing down to the other generations behind us? Nothing. And he said, no, now is the time to build. He said, you're in your 20s. Now is the time to really start to invest. Now is the time to, you know, set up these things. And I had to really step back and think, whoa, like money conversations, forget about it. That's not even a conversation we had in my family. <laughs> the only money we talked about was savings. And even that then was like up in the air. You know, like if you have a penny or two, you should save it. But there were never conversations drilled into me about your savings and your investment accounts. And, you know, like do this thing and that thing to, to find ways to build wealth. We don't have those conversations. And it's, it's honestly, it's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's crippling us because this is what really got me when I had to change my money shift. I said, how can I be a blessing to somebody else mm -hmm. if I don't have anything? You cannot, you can't, it, it don't feel good going to the store knowing you can't get just simple underwear and socks and a, a new outfit for your child. Right. How are you going to help that person down the street who just got kicked out of your house or out of their house, mm -hmm. but you don't have anything to offer to them? Right. I can go on so deep, but. I think I, I'm a touch back on when you said, you said so many things, but you said <laughs> you don't want the relationship to suffer mm -hmm. because the career, you know, in, in this mindset, hustle, bustle, <sighs> that right there, because so many relationships do suffer. So many marriages do break because the woman is out of alignment. My ministry is towards the women. Like the men, somebody else going to have to come in and, you know, and be the example for that. But women, we are out of alignment and we have no idea. And I'm not condemning or deeming, um, you know, being a nurse or teacher is wrong. Mm -hmm. If you know that, you know, you're called to that, right. do it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of us, we see a gift or we see a desire or what somebody else, like you mentioned, those seeds, somebody else said do this so we run after those things but i am challenging you to really sit down if you feel that something is off because god don't want your relationships to suffer mm -hmm. even if you're single you still got somebody looking up to you right. he don't want that to be damaged because the most important thing on this earth is us yeah. but look it's last on our to-do list i gotta mm -hmm. go to work I got to go to work. That's that women. Sometimes we run to work because at home is not good. Yep. I'm going to be honest with you. You're lonely. You're in the house. You're lonely. You're losing your mind. So let me work some more, but that's the problem. We need to fix that. Mm -hmm. We really need to fix that. It's time. I feel like it's just time to go ahead and get these things together because you're going to pass it down, whether yep. you realize it or not. You're going to pass it on down, that poverty, that same old mindset to the next generation. Mm -hmm. And we are not going to be prepared. We are not going to be able to blossom and be fruitful the way God wants us to be because this baggage is holding us back. Mm -hmm. We out of alignment. That's, that's just, that's it. We just, it ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, and and I'm glad you said that we passing down, you know, poverty and these these broken mindsets, because that's how we create those generational curses and those generational cycles that don't work. <laughs> but nobody, you know, I feel like I don't know about you, Sharice, but I feel like I'm in like this moment in this generation and this cycle right now where I feel like everybody who I'm connected to and everybody on my wavelength is like, oh no, whoa, it stops here. Yes. It's <laughs> like, this don't make no sense. Something's off. You know what I mean? And I'm so glad for the shifts that are happening around me because I see so many of my other girlfriends and I'm, I, listen, I want all my girls to thrive and I will continue saying that until it happens because I see how we all come from, it may not be horrible, but we all come from some form of brokenness. There's, mm-hmm. there, you know, everybody has their story. I'm just like, it has to end. It has to stop here. I am, t- I am already tired, and I even start yet. <laughs> like, it has to stop. So yeah, I- it has to stop because I see so many beautiful people, like you mentioned, just walk around laws or walk around feeling like this is my life. So you are single and you're trying to rush into marriage. So you just hook up with any random person. Amen. You're not fulfilling purpose. You don't even know that God already got somebody for you. Amen. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it. He got somebody. It's true. (laughs) But you still worried about the time clock. So you just hook up with something. Y'all, that got consequences. And listen, I've been guilty and I've found myself and I've prayed about it. And I've, girl, I think I was listening to, um, I think the last episode you did of Finding My, my Finding Me. Yes. I didn't know you heard it. Hold up, Ashley. <laughs> say that again. Shout me out. <laughs> and you, you said you touched on so many things that I could relate to about, you know, like diving into relationships because you didn't feel or you didn't, you know, like you didn't know yourself enough to know better. And when you said it, I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking to me because especially in during college, I found myself diving into relationships and, you know, like seeking attention from the wrong people because I needed that validation. And I never understood where it was coming from. Like, was it the lack of nurture? Was it the lack of what was it? Where was it coming from? And so just last year, when I was really like, when I say the pandemic brought about so many, so much good for me, as weird as it sounds, it allowed me the stillness that I needed to do the work. And once I was able to, to open my, my journal and just really write things out, I was like, oh, child, like, okay, like, it, I, I get it now. So I love that you said, you know, like, me personally, my relationships at this point, looking forward, I'm like, I don't want to sabotage anything. I want God's plan A for me every single time. I don't want his plan B. I, I know that's right. I want whatever, you Ooh. know, whatever's at the top of his list for me, that's what I want. So I will do everything in my power to secure that. You know what? I'm going I'm to touch on this real quick because mm-hmm. a lot of y'all going to disagree because y'all ain't never heard this before. I already know. <laughs> but Ashley just said she wants God's plan A, not plan B. So plan B, believe it or not, is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let it sink in. Mm-hmm. because the promise is the plan a so many times we will accept something 
lower. It's a blessing though. It's a blessing. We'll throw that term out there. It's a blessing. Okay. It's a blessing, but is that it? Is that the promise? Because it, God can answer your prayers. He can, but not all the time. Is it his best for you? We got to be clear about that. He's in relationship with us. So if we're asking and desiring for certain things and we hard-headed, you're going to get it. It don't mean that it was meant for you. It don't mean that it was his best for you. That promise, because it's going to take some work to get to the promise. Let's be clear. It ain't easy. You are in full alignment when you inherit that promise from God. You heard him clearly. You did the work. And now he says, okay, now I can give it to you. Right. When you hit that level, that's God's best. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm seeking for. And that's what I want for y'all. So I got to keep pushing y'all past these blessings. Sometimes it ain't even from God, them little blessings that you getting. It's just something that you wanted. So boom, you got it. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Ashley, what you got to say to that? <laughs> no, it's very true. And I say it because I was reading... What is it? The weight? Is it the weight? With Megan Good and her husband. Can't remember his name right now. <laughs> and in the book, he had said it. He was like, I know that God has my best interests at heart. And that for me, Romans 8.28 is coming up in my mind right now. I'm not going to spell it out. Go read it. <laughs> um, he, he said, he was like, I know God, whatever it is that I do in life, I will make all the mistakes in the world. Things will happen. But he said, when I decided to go to, to be celibate and when I decided that I was going to, you know, take certain things off the table and just focus my energy on my purpose and what it is that God has for me right now. He said, that's when I really channeled in that I'm I'm seeking his plan A for my life at this point. Like, I know his plan B, C and D will be good, but I don't want just good. I want the better. I want the best. Right. And I completely agree. Sometimes the blessings that we get and sometimes the blessings that, you know, like come upon us is like, okay, like, cool, we can rock with this. This is nice. But what we don't realize is that if we're not obedient to what he's calling us to do right now, if we don't channel, you know, like, and we're not in alignment with him at this stage, we might fall short of the plan A. We might not get the very best. It's still going to be a blessing, as you said, but it's not going to be, again, as I said before, at the top of his list for us. He could have, you know, like a 14 karat diamond and that's his plan A. But, you know, like we we fell short a little bit and we weren't as obedient as we should have been. So we're going to get the five. But the five is just, you know, like it's, it's great, but it's not 14K. Right. So completely agree. Completely. That was so good. And I pulled up Romans 8.28 just in case y'all wanted to hear it. (laughs) We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And let me tell y'all, this right here didn't make sense to me when I was when I was going through. Me too. I said, how can this work out for my good? What good is happening right now? (laughs) If you just hang in there, hang. You have to convince yourself that God's word is true, no matter what comes up against you. Amen. You have to, because you won't be alone. Yeah. Nobody going to be able to relate to you. Nobody's going to be there to pick you up. You're going to have to say, God, I heard what you said. 
I know what you said and I believe what you said. Even though right now I don't see it, I don't feel it, I don't understand it. And I don't know how long that's going to be for you. It could be a year, it could be a couple days. You know, we like Ashley said, that obedience thing. If if you are disobedient and rebellious, I got my hand up, y'all. I'm a little hard-headed. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take longer. Yeah. But Romans 8, 28, if you just keep going, God know his kids. He don't throw, do you throw your kids away because they do something the first time, the second time, the third time, the hundred time? They still your babies. And I'm sure you expect them to do certain things. That's why you don't allow all of them to have the same responsibilities. Well, God is the same way. Mm -hmm. And it took me a while to get to this point, but I'm here now. And the reason why I'm at this point is because I never, I never stopped believing God. Like that, I think that's the hope for us during this whole conversation. The theme is God is doing it he has called he has shaped and formed even when you don't see it i'm telling you when you come out on the other side you're gonna look back and all them pieces is gonna make sense (laughs) that's true and as you said like he knows his kids when i first started to dissect that that verse i was like all right like i think i get it but i'm not sure i got it (laughs) And I had to really like, I literally went on Google and I was like, okay, I'm gonna need somebody else to break this down for me. Like, what is it really trying to say? And it simply means like you, as we said before, you may not always hit the right targets. Sometimes you may fall short. Sometimes you may be a little rebellious. You may be disobedient every once in a while because you know, like you, you just want to do things your way for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But all those things come together and work for your good because of who you serve at the end of the day. That's it. Mm. That's that so is, good. Once I understood that, I was like, all right, like that means I don't have to be perfect. That don't mean I'm gonna go intentionally be disobedient. <laughs> it just means all the mistakes that I've made in the past, the mistakes that are gonna happen, because God sees us, He knows us, He knows what's gonna happen before it happens. So it's like he already know, all right, I know she's gonna slip here, but it's all right. Like she's still my kid. I, still I got her. <laughs> that's it. That's that's all there is to it. Isn't that beautiful though? That's the hope of the gospel, y'all. I, I don't know why so many people are falling away from Christ, Christianity. I know it's toe up. I know. But I mean, you don't leave the truth because somebody misused it. That was so good, Ashley. Oh, yeah. You got something to say? No. Man. This is good. It, but it's so much freedom to rest in God and to know I ain't got it all together. And I just got... I got to follow you. I just got to trust you. That is freedom right there because I cannot put the things that I'm doing. I cannot put this together by myself. I know God is inspiring me because I, I'm going to tell you all this story real quick. This morning I woke up for Bible, you know, having my little prayer time and Bible study with the Lord. And I started writing down what I was hearing and I said well what in the world this is my program <laughs> so look at God yeah. I I was so fearful that everybody else would move ahead and not me because of my unique situation I keep saying that because it's true I don't have 
access to a whole lot of things. I do have the four kids and, you know, I got all this stuff, but he didn't miss me. Mm -hmm. He he didn't overlook me. And I'm sitting in Bible study waiting to hear from God. And he just giving me my program, literally. I said, oh, I can say this. I can do this. This is the question I'm going to ask. It was just beautiful. But I'm saying that to let y'all know, submit to God, his will and his way. Mm -hmm. And then when you find, like, when you feel like it's not going to work, nobody's going to buy it or whatever. When you start, you know, venturing out into your own business, if God said, do it, do it. (laughs) Because now you're going to be out of order. And that's the only thing that's pushing me. Like I cannot afford a a spanking from God. I don't want that. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? I just got to do it. Scared or not, girl, go. And when I released yesterday, I said, I am a consultant. Mm -hmm. That's what he gave me this morning. Mm -hmm. He he just gave it to me. Thank you, Lord. That's, that's, (laughs) I was just so excited. Like, well, thank you. Cause I had no idea. These people coming to me, if somebody says, hey, I would like to sign up, I have nothing, y'all. But when I said and I acknowledge what I was hearing from the Lord, I can be a consultant because I've been doing it the whole time, all my life. Yeah, just own it. Turn into a business and then he'll provide the rest. That's all you could do. And I'm I'm gung-ho on trusting the process. What's the process? Because I listen, my visions, even even sometimes I look at my vision board and I'm like, how in the are you how? <laughs> like I don't like Lord, what are you doing here? Because I'm confused, but I'm just like, you know what? I trust the process. Even and I tell you, you are a blessing because I was at work when you messaged me on Messenger that day. And I I when I say so confused, I was just standing there like, um <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I look at it as as you said like you don't have certain things in place and you don't have you know like the full thing set up yet when I started my blog it was the same thing I didn't know what what I was doing like I didn't even have blog posts I didn't have topics I didn't have anything I I just got in my spirit that I just needed to start and as you said yesterday when you posted about you know like I'm doing these things and this is what you'll get from me I did the same thing. And now I'm at the point again where I'm like, all right, like I feel you nudging me, God, and I'm not sure. And he's just like, just do it. Just do it. Like he will provide. He doesn't want you to think and stress about, oh, because those things will hold you back. Mm-hmm. And if it's one thing that I um I held on to last night when I was listening to the interview was that there are cycles and God moves in rhythms. And the fact that we are here and connected you know, like from the platform that we have, girl, I, I, so many things connected for me last night. And I was just like, this here is a cycle and this is a rhythm. And I don't want to lose. Like, I don't want to miss the beat. I want to stay on track with whatever God is doing in this cycle. I want to stay on track with that because he's, he's working on some things and I feel it. Yeah. Because before I said yes to the program, Mm it, I, I had a dream and basically God was just saying, I'm doing something. So I need you to catch up. And I was like, hold up, don't, don't leave me. 
<laughs> don't leave me because you touched on some things when you're doubting and you don't do it. If you stay in that, that's going to become rebellion. Yeah. And those those excuses, that's an insult to God because he didn't told you to do it. Moses, he what he say? What's in your hand? I didn't I didn't told you everything you needed and you still not using the power I gave you. And so that's what pushed me into the program. I said, I will not get a back slap from God. It ain't happening. Because it's consequences if you miss his timing. And he's on a schedule. I, I don't know who told us that it's always, no, it ain't always there. He's, he got a clock for himself. He got a clock for us. And this was our time. Mm -hmm. It was our, everything that you've been through is leading to this moment. Okay, I got another scripture because some of y'all don't believe me, Esther. <laughs> what if she took more time what would have happened yeah. hmm yeah seriously her family would have been destroyed listen her her the story of esther i wrote a blog post some months ago and when i really sat down and read like read the chapter girl i was like so wait a minute wait a minute like god use this you know, like lowly, humble little girl who didn't want no parts of the kingdom, no parts of the palace, no parts in being anybody's queen and like basically just put her there and, you know, like had her do the thing. And I'm like, so Lord, okay. I'm like, okay, I, I really see what you're doing here because so many times we think like, oh, I'm just a small little vessel. Like he can't use me. And even last night I got to the point where I was like, I, I, I did a, what do you call it? A Bible plan some weeks ago about saying dangerous prayers and I've realized that I've been saying dangerous prayers not really thinking about it but I've I, anytime I pray I'm like Lord use me but whatever it is and usually it has to do with work but especially now in this season I'm like Lord whatever it is that you want to use me to do go ahead and use me like I don't care if it makes me uncomfortable use me and I'm glad you brought up Esther because Esther was minding her business <laughs> She, she had no, like, she didn't want to be, you know, like put in that position, but she took it with grace. She accepted the challenge and she made it work. As you said, what would have happened if she was disobedient? Her whole tribe would have suffered. Yep. They would have suffered. Yeah. yeah. So ladies, no matter how uncomfortable, how much you still don't understand about the process, people are connected to you. <laughs> and they gonna suffer mm -hmm. if you don't get up into position and and that grieves me because so many you can be a pastor's wife oh man I'm, I'm hurting somebody now you <laughs> can be any man-made position on this planet if you have not done the thing that God has for you then then you're missing the mark yeah. And that's something I had to realize um, because I, I am here. I'm raising my family, but that don't mean I was where in, in, in correct alignment. Because the thing is, the more that I know who I am is the more I know God, because yeah. your identity comes from God, if you don't know that. So I'm knowing him deeper. I'm able to know myself. And now I can I can fully step into my positions as a wife, 
as a mom and now as your neighborhood sister friend consultant right right? and coach like I can do all these things now at first uh kind of (laughs) halfway I just enjoy you for coming on here do you have any final remarks it's been amazing girl thank you so much for having me I enjoyed the conversation listen I'll be calling on you (laughs) in the near future because these are conversations I feel like we have to have not, you know, I mean, obviously this is going to be on a podcast, but I think, girl, I see bigger visions. I see arenas. I see events. I see it all. So I feel like we will be working together in the future. I thank you so much for having me on your platform. I really appreciate this. You don't even understand. Mm. Um, But thank you for inviting me to have the conversation. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thank you. And real quick, can you tell us where we can find you at? Because we got to follow you. (laughs) <laughs> okay. so you can go to my blog site it's www.onyourauthenticity.com or you can follow me on instagram it's underscore ash r james underscore if that fails you can always go to facebook and find me at ashley james and my page is on your authenticity and that's it beautiful thank you ladies Please jump on my Instagram and let me know what you thought about today's episode. Huh? Did Ashley bring it or what? Okay. (laughs) Let's go ahead and do a little recap. So Ashley James is the owner of Own Your Authenticity. Okay. She started us off well. Will they like me? When it's time to do what we're called to do, sometimes we can freeze up, we can fear, we can question, and then we can also completely back out. Okay, she talked about overcoming that shyness and that introvertedness and just doing what we know is right to do. She said that if we're valuable to build up a company for however many years that we're working for them, then we're totally valuable to build up our own company right to have our own empire if you have questioned can i have my own income can i have my own business the answer is absolutely yes you can if you've been working for somebody else you totally can work for yourself or just figure out how to bring an income to yourself okay she also talked about being boxed in maybe sometimes we're thinking a certain way or just living where we think we should be living doing what we think we should be doing and never really breaking that cycle and going a little further maybe god wants to take us further and we don't know it yet okay she went looking for something but she stumbled upon the answer this one guys got me she went looking but she stumbled that is so true as i look back in my life I know I stumbled upon what I'm doing today. It's just like all the pieces led me to this, but I never saw a clear path. And even when I heard the Lord say, for example, start your podcast. I was like, no, why me? It should be my husband. He the one that said we should have a podcast. He never said I should have one solo. Are you sure? (laughs) So here I am still doing the podcast. 
right, and last, let's see. She said, what am I really being led to do? She was speaking to the younger version of herself. Y'all, this hit home again. The only constant thing in life is change. So we need to be changing. And take time to work on yourself. It was so many other things that we talked about in this episode. But, oh man, if you love this episode, if you love Ashley, definitely go check her out. Ashley James. And, of course, I will have the correct spelling the correct she has an underscore in it i will have all of that in the show notes check out her blog own your authenticity.com and i will catch you guys in my next episode yes this is let me see this is episode i believe 35 how do we get here or is it 34 it might be episode. I don't know, y'all. But, woo! Let's give ourselves a round of applause. We have been killing it. And I'm super excited. Let's continue to get this word out. I love you all. Stay beautiful. Be wise and be all that God created you to be. And I'll talk to you next week. Mwah. Bye. Um, Even being... Like, my resume, this is what it would look like. Housewife and homeschool mama for. Now, that may be desirable for some of y'all, but that's not very popular trying to get a Corey job, you know? Um, uh, are you still on here, Ashley? You still on here, Ashley? Ashley, you still on here?